Mike Pownall, and welcome to this episode of Veterinary Business Matters Podcast, the podcast brought to you from by Oculus Insights. And I'm really happy to be joined today by my partner at Oculus Insights, uh, Dr. Bob Magnus of Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. And Bob's joining me today to talk about the negotiation summit that he is putting on at the end of July in Chicago. So, Bob, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Mike. It's uh, great to be here. I'm happy to share what's going on in Chicago at the end of the month and some of the value that it can bring to you. Yeah. So I know like negotiation, we'll look at a negotiation for veterinarians. Veterinarians are going, why do I need to know negotiation? Uh, Why is this so important? You know, I can maybe see, maybe I can negotiate a little bit better with my vendors or suppliers. But you're somebody, Bob, that is so, as long as I've known you, you love negotiating. The summit you're putting on in July is really a labor of love on you. And so why, why negotiation? Why should have that come to a negotiation uh, session that's going to last three days? What can we learn in three days about negotiation? It's something that's really, like you said, near and dear to my heart. It's really about creating a, a, a life skill that is not only valuable for you, in your practice, but also valuable in your entire life. It will help you in your communication skills. It'll help you in your listening skills. And more importantly, it's going to help you create value. And the value that it brings is not only in negotiating, buying something, but also in the human resource aspect of working with clients, working with your associates, um, also working with staff, um, whether it's negotiating a new contract for somebody or it could be buying a new product from a new vendor. But it probably was the most valuable class I ever took in my MBA course. And to further that more, I got so excited about it because it really was was so uh, meaningful. I went on and did several other business school negotiation programs around the country. And it's something that once you experience it, it's something that you continually want to work on. It's not that typical me against them attitude that I remember when I was younger in my career, I looked at buying things or negotiating in more of an adversarial relationship. It really helps you bring value and it helps you to really build relationships. That sounds great, but can you give some examples, you know, maybe you have to sort of anonymize them or shift them in terms of in your business, we'll talk about your business and non-business, how negotiating skills have helped you. Negotiating with vendors, vendors being manufacturers, distributors, small companies, larger companies. It really helped me to understand my audience, who they are. And I can sit down at a table now, understand where they're coming from. They can understand where I'm coming from. At the end of the day, they're very happy with what's put together as well as I am. And I get a better deal. So I used to think, as I mentioned earlier, that was a me against them philosophy that all I was trying to do is get best price. Well, now I'm being able to get you know, spectacular prices, but I'm also building really long relationships. And I'm, I'm seeing a lot on the side of the purchasing side, because if you can build those relationships, there's a lot more that uh, vendors and distributors and pharmaceutical companies have to offer than just price. And I think sometimes we get fixated so much on price that we, you know, we don't see the forest among the trees. Right. Yeah, personally, I'd have to say, shamefully, it's helped me in marriage. It's helped me to understand when I, whether it's going out for dinner and picking a place to go out for dinner or whether it's uh, buying a new car at the local dealership. I've improved those skills a great deal. It's a lot more fun. Negotiation yeah. should be fun, 
And negotiation is really valuable when both parties leave a discussion where they both felt they got value. They didn't feel getting beaten up or abused in the, in the discussion. Okay. So let's talk about that for a little bit, because I think a lot of people think of negotiation as a zero-sum game, is that I only win as if you lose. But you talk about how people get value, or both parties should get value. So maybe you can just expand on that a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's really the focus of the program, Mike, at the end of July. It's really about how do you build more into the deal that benefits both sides, but not necessarily cost money on each side. And that's really uh, an incredible skill I never had. It's an incredible skill that um, is not hard to learn. It's just kind of shifting your mind to think about not just trying to get the best price. The best price will come, the value will come, but if you go into negotiation and all you're trying to do is beat somebody up, as you uh, well said, which I used to try to do all the time and it was just not a good experience. You oftentimes leave things on the table, meaning you could get more value in different ways that maybe you hadn't thought of, and they could get more value. As we've learned in our industry, the margins, especially on purchasing products and, and supplies, has really been reduced. And so you can only get so much for the price, but there's a lot more out there. We call it expanding the pie, creating more opportunities to get value from both the uh, seller and the buyer, we'll call it in this example, rather than uh, just having a, a shotgun ready to say, okay, give me the best price or I'm going to go somewhere else. So looking at the program, maybe you can uh, flesh out and describe a bit more of the program. I know it's over several days and I know you've got a pretty incredible instructor. So maybe you can just share some more information of what attendees will uh, encounter when they're on site. Oh, absolutely. That would be fun. Uh, the instructor you'll really enjoy, her name is Gail Berger, and she's from Northwestern University, the Kellogg School of Management and Business. And she's going to be working with us, helping us lay the foundation initially, and then going through case reports, both outside and inside of our industry, to help give us examples and to actually practice and build those skills of negotiating deals, negotiating communication challenges um, right there at the program. And we've set it up as an intensive small group program. So it's very, very interactive. It's a lot of fun. And you'll get value not only from the instructors, but also just from the experience of working with your colleagues in the room. And it's set up in a really nice situation in downtown Chicago, very easy fly into O'Hare Airport. And the expectations that you should have in that program is that you should leave that program with many more skills and, and look at your communication approach in negotiating anything from contracts to purchasing to marriage to relationships in a much different light and really understanding that. And I'm confident that you all will. And I, I can share one story with you, Mike. The um, mm -hmm. I remember doing this program uh, during my business school, and I'd never had formal negotiation training. I went to the University of Wisconsin School of Business back in 2007. And this negotiation program, this style of program, actually paid for my whole MBA program, which was over $75,000 over the two-year time. It paid for that within six months easily. Wow. So one of the, one of the outcomes is definitely a return on your investment. You will definitely see tons of value in this type of program. 
I think it's interesting because the person, you know, the instructor you have, she's not dealing with a bunch of vets like she will in the end of July. She's also working with CEOs, managers, executives of other countries or other companies rather. So she really has uh, not only a, a good understanding of all industries and how I would say negotiation is common between all of them, but the people that will be attending our program are going to be learning the same kind of styles as the people they'll be negotiating with from the bigger companies, what have you. So it really would give somebody a leg up developing better negotiating skills for sure. No, that's a great that's a great point, Mike. Plus, uh, she actually does know our industry a little bit. Has presented in several of our programs in the past, and so she understands the equine practitioner and the small animal practitioner. So she comes from a broad base. Uh, to echo your point, what a great opportunity to learn something that does relate directly to our industry, but also brings in real life experiences with like you said, large corporate CEOs to backyard mom and pop, a small business like many of us are as, as practitioners. Got one last question for you, Bob, and it's just a bit out of left field, but I'm just looking at if I'm a vet, I'm looking at an investment of time and money. It's going to give me great value. But in terms of where this profession is going, I mean, we talk about dealing with vendors. We talk about dealing with employment contracts, with staff and vets. Do you see other opportunities for enhanced negotiation skills with how this industry is changing? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, like you said, there are lots of changes that are happening. A lot of private equity coming into the market. Many of the uh, equine practices, for example, and, and small animal practices have an aging population of ownership. And so as you sit down with people looking to buy, sell, or prepare your practices to sell, these skills are, are mandatory. I mean, they really need to be there because you're dealing with people that have these skills, whether you know it or not, they have these skills. And knowledge is, is so valuable in, any of, in those types of discussion. Plus, when you look at, if you, you add not only you know, the exit strategies, buying or selling a practice, I also look at it very heavily on the human resource side because when you're dealing with staffing and changing demographics, with ages, gender, all of those different aspects, how do you communicate with uh, your folks? How do you get them fully engaged in your own business? And so most of the time you think of negotiation just as buying and selling stuff. How do we get the best deal? It's so much more. And this program will definitely show you some examples of that. And you'll actually participate in some activity to help you build your own skills. Great. Excellent. That was a great program. I was lucky to attend the first negotiating summit you put on about three years ago, and it was spectacular. I know it was so good because I know three of the attendees of that one are going to be coming back to this one. So obviously, it's they've seen a lot of value in it, and I know a couple of these practices to knowing them, and I, their businesses have done really well in the last few years. So certainly, this has helped. So, Bob, thank you very much. Can you let everybody know that? dates of this. We'll have information on our website and links on the podcast, but just as people are listening to to see if they have free time for this. Absolutely. It starts the last Sunday of July and finishes early afternoon on the last Wednesday of July. And it's a, it'll be a blast. And it's such an easy place to get to in Chicago. And you don't need a car. There's multiple methods of transportation. And you're also welcome to contact Mike or myself at any time. We'd be happy to share more details with you and take it from there. But it's just coming up. It's only about a month. 
and uh, we hope you're able to join us. There's a limited number of people that we allow into the program. We have a few open seats left, and we hope you join us. Thank you very much. Thank you. Take care. All right.